0: Welcome to Cowboy Jim's Stories Around the Campfire. We always have different animals that we really love and hate, I suppose. I kind of have a love-hate relationship with raccoons. Probably more hate than love. There's been several times that raccoons have about driven me crazy. As I spent time out in the mountains or even around the ranch, they always seem to be getting into things that I didn't want them to get into. One time, we had just gotten a new shipment of freeze-dried food for our camp, Uh, the backpacking camp that we ran in Colorado. And so we have all this freeze-dried food stored safely, I thought, in a trailer out at our base camp. Our base camp was quite a ways out of town it was on the middle fork of the Piedra way back. It was called the Hunter's Campground. And we had permission from the Forest Service to set up there. And uh, we spent many, many weeks there. And uh, one time we had a family camp. It was especially for, as it makes sense, it was for families to enjoy some backpacking together. And the whole trip was really a lot of fun. We didn't do anything particularly strenuous, but they all got to enjoy things. But as we were getting set up for that trip, we had the new freeze-dried food. Ann and I went to sleep that night in our tent where we were. And in the middle of the night, there was this tremendous racket. Ann said she thought it sounded like mountain lions fighting. It sounded like something screeching and yellowing and and all sorts of things at each other it it was a tremendous racket it was scary i don't mind telling you that and what it was was a whole group of raccoons who had decided it would be a good time to see what freeze-dried food tastes like and they'd gotten into our trailer somehow raccoons can do that and they were having a good time trying out all the freeze-dried food (laughs) I was not happy. First of all, the freeze-dried food is pretty expensive, and we were running on a pretty tight budget. And secondly, without sounding too inelegant, I found out the next morning that freeze-dried food makes raccoons have diarrhea. You got it. All over the trailer, all over the ground where we were, it was a mess, and we had to clean it up. And If I'd have seen those raccoons at that point, I'm sure I would have shot them. Raccoons just seem to do that sort of thing. We were on another family trip. Actually, this time we were up in New Hampshire, hiking along the trail there. And after the, the trip, we had spent one night at a campground. And we were all set up there. There were... Three families all together, my family and then two other families. And it was a nice campground we set up. And we put the food back in the trailer that we should and hung some. But uh, we weren't thinking too much about raccoons at that point. That night, middle of the night, I woke up. I heard something. Something just kind of woke me up. You know how it is? And and my head was facing right against the screen of the tent. We were in a little four-man tent with us and two of our kids at that time. And I looked up, and there I was face to face with a raccoon. The only thing between us was that little screen, and it was probably two inches between us. And he looked at me, and I'm sure I let out a squawk, and, and he kind of went running off. Well, I knew the raccoons would be coming back. That's just the way they are. And so I found a really nice stick. It was probably about eight inches long, about uh, big around enough like a baseball bat. And I just stuck my hand outside the tent, outside the screen part, and just laid there and waited. And sure enough, a little bit later here comes that raccoon again coming right up to the tent pokes his nose right up against where my head is and he's looking and i whacked him with that club right smack across the nose <laughs> he let out a squall he went running down the trail as fast as a raccoon can run i laughed pretty hard it was really really pretty funny He didn't come back that night, and I figured that I had saved us from having some problems. The next morning, we got up, and we're talking, and I'm telling them about the raccoon. And suddenly, the one family, friends of ours, the Zellums, came over, and they said they were missing a backpack. And I thought, what? How can you miss a backpack? And we started looking around, and we found it. And I forget how far it was down the trail. It may have been as much as 50 yards down the trail. It was one of the kids' backpacks that the raccoons had picked up and dragged it that far before they let it go. Of course, we always talked about them putting it on and everything like that. And it got too heavy for them. But the raccoons were really trying to take off with that backpack. So that made me happier that I'd hit the one across the nose with the club. When we were on the Women's Ranch in Colorado, we had a bunch of chickens that we had just for eggs, especially. We always would have to remember to lock them up at night because there were lots of other animals around. There were coyotes and there were raccoons. Now, you may not know, but raccoons love chicken. They love to eat chicken. And so every time we would forget to lock the chickens up at night, we would be missing another chicken in the morning. The raccoons were enjoying chicken dinner at the painter household. They were fierce. They really came after the chickens a lot. I believe at one point we had something like 49 chickens, something like that. And by the time the whole episode was done, I think we were down to about three or four chickens. (laughs) And you would think we'd be smart enough to lock up the chickens all the time. But when you're doing chores and everything else, you just sometimes forget. (laughs) There was one time that uh, we were living, Ann and I were living in our little cabin. We were down uh, a little ways from the house. It was snowing like crazy outside, but it was so hot in that little cabin, we had the window open, we had the door open, and suddenly we heard a tremendous commotion up at the hen house. And right away I knew, oh, I bet we forgot to lock the chickens up. So I grabbed the flashlight, grabbed my twenty-two rifle, and went running up to the chicken house. And I got up there and sure enough, there'd been a lot of commotion and I could see something right at the end of the chicken yard trying to go underneath the fence there. And I knew the raccoons had been there and I tried to shine my flashlight and I don't know about you, flashlights never seem to work for me they just kind of went dim and I could barely see the sights on my gun, but I pulled up my 22, aimed as well as I could, and bang! I killed a chicken. (laughs) I couldn't believe it, but a raccoon had had it and they had been trying to get it underneath the fence there. We finally set out some traps to try to trap the raccoons there. I had some number two traps, They're probably not quite big enough for a raccoon, but we thought we'd try it. And one night or one morning, actually, I went up there and I'd set out four traps and all four traps were sprung. And it was probably one raccoon had gotten into them, snapped them and actually kind of tore them apart, got his feet out. And we could tell by the track that it had probably broken one foot, but that was about all. We started calling him Super Coon, because whatever could get out of four of those number two traps was a big raccoon. So we continued to go there, tried to remember, shut in the chickens. And one night, Ann and I had been to town in Pagosa Springs. We came driving up into the the ranch yard there. It was dark. And um, I just got out of the car. And my sister, Jane, came running out of the barn, just yelling like crazy. It's here. It's here. It's here. She was just going nuts. It's here. It's here. And I had no idea what she was talking about. She was just absolutely beside herself. I had a 3030 in my car, a, a gun, so I grabbed it. And the same time dad had heard her yelling, he came running out with his 38 pistol, and we went running over to the barn. Jane still saying, It's here, it's here, it's here. And we went running in and we said, What on earth? It's here. She said, Super Coon is in the barn. And he was. We went in there, and up in one of the stalls, there were actually three raccoons. They had come into the barn. And the one that was super coon, you could tell which one he was right away. He was an enormous raccoon. I've never seen one anywhere near that size. And so Dad took out his revolver and shot that raccoon three times, almost point blank. And it just kind of dropped over. Well, in the meantime, then the other two raccoons started running across. They went to the other part of the barn and in the whole thing, then the dogs got in. There was Bull Durham, who you've heard about, and our other dog, Kim, she was a good cow dog. And they went after the raccoons and Jane's dog was there. It was, I forget uh, what it was exactly, kind of another mutt that we had. And so all three dogs go running in there after the raccoons. And there for a minute, there was the biggest, best, greatest dog and raccoon fight you can imagine. There was hair flying everywhere, dust and hay flying everywhere. Nobody could get close enough to get a shot at one of the raccoons. And then suddenly, Jane's dog Turned on Kim because she never did really like Kim and started to fight. So now we have a dog and dog fight, a dog and raccoons fight, us hollering and yelling, and it was an incredible mess. And in the meantime, all of a sudden I hear Jane. I think it says it's here, and I go running into the other part, and there was Supercoon. And believe it or not, this raccoon that had been shot three times, point blank range had fallen down into one of the stalls there in the barn and were starting to walk out of the barn. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) It shouldn't be able to do that. Well, I still had my thirty thirty, but there was no way I was going to shoot that rifle inside the barn with everybody else going on. And in the meantime, remember, there's still a big dog and dog and dog and raccoon fight going on. Dad, a hollering and yelling that the dog is trying to get Jane's dog off, and the raccoon keeps walking and at this point, kind of running out the door. I handed the thirty thirty, I think, to Jane. Maybe it was to Anne. And there was a kind of an iron bar standing right there. And I picked it up and I went running after and I found the raccoon. It's running off. And I took a swing at it and it would have been a home run in anybody's league. Except what I couldn't see in the dark. There was another metal post in the ground. Just as the raccoon went by it, I swung and wham, just like in the cartoons, I hit that post. It shook me, I felt like, for about a week, and that raccoon took off and got away. (laughs) In the meantime, the other raccoons finally whipped Bull Durham, and the other two dogs were still fighting and trying to get along, and they went running out. And they were outside. Bull Durham caught up to the one. And there was still another raccoon dog fight going like you couldn't believe. The other raccoon got away. And finally, the other raccoon, the last one left, finally swatted Bull Durham hard against the nose. Bull Durham let go. And that raccoon made off. And the raccoons were gone. We didn't get a one. And the next day, there was another chicken missing. The tracks with Supercoon were right there. <laughs> raccoons and I don't always get along. You might have raccoons that you really like, and that's great. But in the meantime, watch out for them because they will steal you blind, they'll eat your chickens, and if you're not careful, <laughs> they will try to take your backpack off down the trail. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to Cowboy Jim's stories around the campfire. I'll see you next time.